from 1 Chronicles uh, chapter 29. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens and the earth is yours. Both riches and honor come from you and you rule over all for all things come from thee and of thine own have we given thee. In this joyful prayer to the whole assembly near the end of his life, King David identified God as the source of all wealth and the giver of every good gift. Well, nearly 3,000 years have passed, and today, here at the Advent, we still echo David's words and song as we bring forward our tithes and offerings to the altar. And the question for us, I think, is, do we really believe that? Do we really believe that the checks and the cash that we put in the offering plates, the appreciated stock that we transfer to the Advent, not only belong to God, but actually come from God? It's a question of ownership. We aren't owners. God is the owner. We are merely stewards. As stewards, anything that we give to God is simply a rendering back of what he has entrusted to us in the first place. Now this is a critical issue in our lives as followers of Christ. And it's a difficult one. Because it feels like our money. And there never seems to be enough to go around. There are bills to pay, tuitions to consider, and retirement to plan for. And then there is the unexpected crisis that can turn our finances upside down in an instant. I think this is one of the reasons why there are literally thousands of verses of scripture that speak directly or indirectly about money and possessions and how we as God's people should use them. It's not because God needs our money. It's because giving is one of the most tangible examples of our willingness to trust God in our lives, to acknowledge our total and complete dependence on him. I said this last year, but I think it bears repeating. Martin Luther said that there are three conversions necessary in the Christian life. The conversion of the heart, the conversion of the mind, and the conversion of the purse. Without a conversion of the purse, the Old, standard, Old Testament standard of the tithe is demanding. And the even greater standard of the New Testament proportional giving seems nearly impossible. Only God's grace can transform our heart and create in us a desire to give according to what he has given us. C.H. Spurgeon um, made it pretty clear in a simple quote where he reminds us of that gift. Spurgeon says, he gave himself for me, shall I grudge him anything? This year, as you prayerfully consider your pledge to the Advent, I encourage you to join Jane and me in asking God to once again examine our hearts about what we will render back to him. And I encourage you to trust God, take him up on his word, and give abundantly, expectantly, proportionately, and with a profound and cheerful sense of gratitude for his provision in our lives. For his word's true, all things come from thee, O Lord, and of thine own have we given thee. Amen.